Hey, dude, what's up, man? You know, I'm very annoyed. Oh, yeah? Very annoyed, because right now, I can justifiably say that one of the best Marvel movies I've watched in terms of what's come out in the last two years was Anthem... Well, sorry, was Ant-Man. I can't even say the thing right. It was Ant-Man right. and the Quantum Thingy. I don't even have... I don't even remember the Mania. name. Ant-Man and the, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Okay, yeah. I don't even remember she was in it. I don't even remember the Wasp being in it. Yeah, she was in it. Well, yeah, because you were just staring at her the whole time. Please, man. Event, Evangeline. Oh, yeah. Call me. Call me. You wish. But, dude, it's a serious problem. Like, I, I feel oh, like... Yeah. Once they started to go from we're making only movies to we're doing movies and TV shows. Yeah. Well, and the thing was, it started so promising. Mm-hmm. Did. Loki, season one. Incredible. I'll take um, your word for Vision. it. I never saw it. The Vision was great. Everybody was sitting there and they were all speculating what was going to happen next. And there was so much interaction with what was going on. Mm-hmm. But somewhere in the last eighteen months, it's like Marvel gave up, or not that they gave up, they just spreading themselves they made a, too thin. That or they made a misstep with the uh, Eternals, and they really haven't been able to course correct, been overcorrecting. Who are the who? So the Eternals was a movie who? that came out exactly. Who? Like I remember right. the name, I don't remember anyone talking about it. Right. Well, that's because it was the first real heavy flop of the MCU since Thor Dark World. Yeah, like, I don't remember that movie. Like, I remember people talking about going in and be like, okay, this could be some real stuff here now. Let's be clear. This could be some real stuff right now. Yeah. And Radio Silence. I didn't even know that movie came out. Because it it under-delivered. So... The problem with the Eternals, and I'm not going to sum up the movie just in case anybody listening wants to go watch it, but the problem with the Eternals is they are essentially... If you wanted to go watch the Eternals, you would have by now. Don't lie to our audience here. Yeah, but they're essentially God-level metahumans who are Thanos-level ability, who have been on Earth for thousands of years and sat by... As he dusted, as Thanos dusted half of the universe's population. Are you saying it's the Illuminati? Dear God, no wonder they flopped. Oh, no, Marvel has that too. The Illuminati is in Marvel too. We saw them in um, Multiverse of Madness. Okay, so, yes, I remember that. Okay, so, I stopped watching Love and Thunder halfway through. I am going using your Disney Plus. I'm going to watch Wakanda forever. I haven't watched it yet. So on on Black Panther, uh-huh. I thought Black Panther. Believe it or not, I liked Black Panther a lot. I, I mean, the first probably, Black Panther was great. Let's not it was get incredible. I could be Jordan is arguably the best Marvel villain that's been put to screen. Yeah, but you don't watch Marvel for villains. You watch Marvel for heroes. Yeah, but you know what? The fact that four years later, we can still say hashtag Killmonger was right. He was not, but still. He was very much right. Anyways. Are you kidding me? Do you know what he was saying? 
Anyways. Saying that Wakanda can't hide from the world, that they need to share their technology with the world. Yeah, and look at what he did. Yeah, but the issue is how he did it. So what we're looking at here is Spider-Man No Way Home was great, but I feel a lot of the love there is very easy to do because it's nostalgia bait. This whole this whole phase five has been nostalgia. I never watched but, the Black Widow movie. Oh, with the Black Widow. Um, they had one of my favorite villains uh-huh. from the comics in the Black Widow movie that they under un, underperformed on. A Taskmaster. Yeah. I who who who? Who? So Taskmaster. Taskmaster's whole thing was he could watch you fight. Uh-huh. And then he could mimic all of your fighting style. Okay. That sounds really cool. At the same time, who? Yeah, he was at lower level. Yeah. Lower tier so, villain. Also, this this Legend of Ten Rings with Sha Chan Chi. Chi, yeah. That sounds like a really good movie. I've was heard nothing about this. 90% of it. 90% of it was really good. It's that last 10, that last 20 minutes of the movie where it got bad. Mm-hmm. They decided to bring out a Fing Fong Fu ripoff. Call it the something dragon, like the eternal dragon or something. Uh-huh. And it, it helped to fight the, uh, the nightmare of abyss or something. And it wound up being just a giant CG kaiju fight. Right in the middle of a kung fu movie. This isn't Dragon Ball Z. What the heck? It's what it felt like. It so, felt. It felt like it, it. Felt like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon met Dragon Ball Z. This is too depressing. Okay, so I'm really, really looking forward to May Fifth. Yes. Yes. Because Guardians. For those that don't know, yeah, Guardians Three hits the screens. And you hear over, Mister. I was right about everything. Oh yeah. So we we have a couple of things that I have made predictions on in the past that have been some have been confirmed outright, and some have been highly hinted at being confirmed. Oh yeah. Are you gonna tell so, me the whole death thing? Oh yeah. So first. I I am pulling upon my uh, clairvoyant powers here. Number uh-huh. one, Rocket Raccoon will die. Okay. And the reason for this is because if you go back and you look, James Gunn in the promotional material and in the title of the movies has always hinted at who dies. Yeah. In the first Guardians, it was Brown, yes. Groot, and Groot died. Second one, it was blue and red, and Yondu died. This time around, it is brown and gold. So you're thinking Peter Quill. Well, I'll get to that in a second. Rocket Raccoon will will die. We're going to get his sad backstory, where we will finally meet the High Evolutionary, who is the one that made Rocket. And then he just gets... I think he's gonna sacrifice himself for no. His I meant family. he's he's like bye byes. Oh, you can't kill the high evolutionary. No, I'm saying rocket. Oh yeah. 
So you'll find, and then we'll get to see Rocket's wife. Uh huh. Rocket has a wife. She's an otter. No wonder he's so grouchy. She's an otter. Uh-huh. She's an otter. I mean, and um, see Cosmo come back, the golden retriever. But from the collector. Yep, he's coming back, and then you'll also have um, Peter Quill. Uh-huh. Like, like you said, the 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 death that's really shocking, going to shock everybody, will be Drax. You think Drax? So they're just going to off everyone but Nebula. James Gunn has already said this will be the last time we will see this iteration of the Guardians. Well, yeah, because wasn't that whole we're going to do the new one with Miley Cyrus and all of that, and do the actual Guardians instead of the the out of the broom closet bargain bin ones squad yeah yeah because if i remember correctly you were telling me this how the guardians they put out were the like not even b team they were like c minus team right so the reason why they put out the lineup they did is because at that time in the comics that was the team in the comics at that time yes that's like the teen titans you put out the original Teen Titan team from the 70s, it's not going to look the same as it did, did in 05. Uh-huh. You go with what's current because that's what Marvel did. That's what Marvel does. That's what DC does. Like, for example, my kids love Teen Titan Go. Uh, Cannot wait till they get a little bit older and I can introduce them to the real Teen Titans cartoon. Okay, to be fair, at their age, Teen Titan Go makes a lot of sense. Right. But when they get a little bit older, they learn that there's a better version of the Teen Titans. I'm still mad we got a lot. We didn't get that fourth season. No. No. But this is our Marvel episode. We DC, you had your day in the sun. So All I'm going to say Marvel- is I finally watched the end of Young Justice. Worth watching. Okay. Worth, worth to watch. Okay. The last season was worth actually watching. I never got around to actually watching it. So my, 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 my theory that Peter Quill dies comes from a photo that James Gunn tweeted out a month ago. And in, this, in the photo, you can see the Guardian lineup mm-hmm. walking. And if you look in Nebula's arms, she is carrying Peter Quill and he is sprawled out very similar to in Harry Potter when Haggard brought Harry's body to Hogwarts. It's a very obvious death homage. So that has led me and a couple other people to speculate that Star-Lord will die in this episode, in this movie. Do you think Gunn almost wants to sabotage Guardians because he's working with DC now? No, I think because the thing is, Gunn wants Mar wants wants the Guardians to be successful because that's his legacy and by Marvel. Mm-hmm. You also have to remember, he should have already had Guardians three. Yeah, let's not get into that. Let's not get into that. Say. There's there's but reasons, and you can look them up, but we, we won't we won't cover it. The big reveal mm-hmm. in the last few mm-hmm. weeks been the onset photos of adam warlock yeah because that's been set up forever and then nothing happened 
Well, yeah, the last movie. It got set up in the last movie. It had to happen here because it's not going to happen anywhere else. Guardians 2, when uh, Alicia decided to create Adam mm-hmm. and seek revenge on the Guardians. Now, I was one of those in the school of thought that said that we should have gotten Adam Warlock in Infinity War. Okay. Because that's how it happened in the comics. But at the same time, just because it happened in the comics don't mean crap. Yes, but could you imagine that pop? Infinity War. Thanos reaches out, takes the Mind Stone out of Vision, puts it into the glove, gets ready to snap, and a hand grabs his wrist and says, I'll take that, and then rips his arm off. But that kind of defeats the whole point. Oh, because then Adam Warlock puts it on and he goes... You wanted to save half. I want it all. He wipes everything. But then how do you actually get back? How did they do it in the comics? That's what I'm asking you right now, sir. Don't hold us down. Multiverse. That's just too complicated. What happened was we saw a crisis of infinite earth situation. Avengers from multiple multiverses came together get the stones wish every wish that universe back so the only way that happens on screen is if and i stress if you already have an end game set up because you need mm-hmm. like the time travel why me stuff the thinking about like oh they let loki get away well now that's a new timeline okay so now we're talking about that you have to introduce mm-hmm. all of that stuff somewhere. Right. So you can't really do that on the big screen unless you introduce it. I agree. I agree. It's 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 the concept of Chekhov's gun. Uh-huh. Yep. So if you if someone has a weapon in the third act, you have to introduce it in the first act. That's what he's referring to. Oh, yeah. So the theory of Chekhov's gun is that if you have a gun on stage or on screen, at some point it has to be shot. It has to be oh, fired. I was saying if you're going to have someone pull a weapon on somebody in the third act, you have to introduce it in the first act. Oh, no, no. Chekhov's gun is just basically the premise of if you reveal something, you have to have it pay off. Yes, but what I'm saying is I, I was saying more to the idea of if you want to establish something crazy which a multiverse mm-hmm. is crazy let's not kid ourselves yeah. Yeah. you have to establish that mm-hmm. for general audiences right so so the reason we decided to do this episode is the last time you and i were physically in the same place we decided to sit down and go see ant-man and the wasp quantum mania physically in the same place why don't you just say when i come i came to see you why do you have to be so formal when you came down and we hung out for the weekend yes yeah like what are you talking about here we were physically in the same place like bruh if you don't want me to come over you could just say so no it's just because we 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 do this face to face like every week so yeah, but that doesn't mean I don't I don't come and go and hang out at your place every single week. 
Stone. You're same same concept, but basically, so we we went and saw Ant Man and the Wasp. And if you've not seen it, what are you doing? Why are you listening to this? Finish this video. Go watch it. But we got done watching it, and the end credit scene came up, uh-huh. and it was Kang's variants. I just won. If you haven't watched Ant-Man and the Wasp, what are you doing? Finish this video and go see it. No, pause the video. Spoilers. Go watch it. Come back. Oh, no. Finish. I want you to finish this. But are we doing spoilers or not? Well, we go give the post-credit scene. Okay, what's the post-credit scene? The post-credit scene, there's two of them. First one is we see Kang's variants. Okay. So at this point, we've come to know Kang as the 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 man with the multiple variants and multiple universes. Oh, we, oh wait, we can't say no spoilers. Like if you want to talk about Kang at all, uh, you have to get into spoiler territory. What are you talking about? Kang is not if really. You, if you are movie only person, you cannot even mention Kang at all. Without getting into spoilers for Ant Man and the Wasp, it's true. If you've if you didn't watch Loki season one, we're assuming movie not, only here. We're assuming movie only. You're right, you know what? Get it. Pause the or pause this. <laughs> go watch it. Then come back. Thank you. You you can't talk about this without spoilers. Yeah, I was all like, right. you literally like he's a person. He exists. That's all we can say. Right. Okay. So you're, this is your spoiler warning. Spoilers ahead. Okay, did you like the fact how Kang just got completely... Oh, he, I, he didn't. I thought he got offed. Oh. That Kang did not die. That. Don't think that. But if you go back and you pay attention, and Scott Lang went inside, where did he go? That just sounds wrong. He went inside of the, the battery. Where did he go? Went into a probability storm. Uh-huh. Oh, so Kang went inside the battery. Where did he go? Into a probability storm. Correct. So you're saying there's a prob- there's one potential universe where that particular Kang still survived. No, what I'm saying is that that Kang is inside of that probability storm with millions and millions of copies of himself. So you're so that is clearly going to have a potential impact on future right, events. Because how else are you going to fight millions of Kangs? With million of Kangs, millions of Kangs. Oh my! There, there is some raunchy joke in here somewhere, and I'm not even going to try to elucidate it out. No, but in in Ant Man the Wasp, when Kang meets Ant Man, he tells him. That he was the exiled one. Yes. So what happened was all the variants of Kang began to play with the multiverse mm-hmm. to bend it to his will, to their wills. Yes. And one of them stood above the rest and said, We can't do this. 
they kind of were like, well, you can try to stop us. So that's what he did. He became Kane the Conqueror to stop his variants from messing with the multiverse. So is, what wound up happening... Is that the reason his... why he murked all those people? Yes. But what wound up happening was all of his variants came together, united and against him, and they exiled him because they couldn't kill him. Okay, let's think about this here for a second. So if mm-hmm. you're talking about going back in time and you time travel, you cannot go back and off your younger self because if you do, you as a human being no longer exists or you create a new timeline where you no longer exist. Whereas mm-hmm. in a multiverse, in theory, you're not all connected. You could be mm-hmm. depending on how you do it because again, this is all pure fiction at this point. It's not right. science fiction, it's right. pure fiction. You could, in theory, make everyone united, or you could make it where, because the character did stuff to manipulate the multiverse, you're all connected. Mm -hmm. But I don't see how you inherently are connected to one of your other selves, like how Rick and Morty do it. Right. I actually like how they did the multiverse, where literally one Rick doesn't affect another Rick unless they actively do it. Mm Mm-hmm. So, the only analogy I could think to use is this. If you and someone else are both hanging off of a cliff, rope tied to each of your waist, mm-hmm. and the rope is going over a branch, and you have a knife, you have a decision. You cut your rope, you cut their rope, or do you work together to get out of that situation? That makes no sense. So that's why they couldn't kill him. Because to cut his rope, you and I are both on a cliff. Uh-huh. The rope, we're both connected with a rope, and the rope is over a branch. And if I cut your rope, what's going to happen to me? You cut my rope, and we're connected to the same rope? How is the rope situation? We're connected to the same rope. So... You have very interesting imagination. I have no idea. I imagine we both go. Right. I have no idea how this applies to a multiverse, but okay. So the idea is he is the base thing, which all the other variants have spawned. That's a different That's why he story. Call- That's because why he calls them his variants. Because we're not talking about a guy who's literally one of a thousand, you know, like, so to go back to the Rick and Morty analogy, you have C-130, whatever it is. Right. And that's the, like, one that's different from all the rest. Whereas in this case, you're saying the Kang Prime. Prime is original. He's Kang Prime. He's Kang Prime. That's a different story entirely. That's why they can't kill him, because to kill him would kill all of them. Exactly. But, but they also don't make a move as a collective unit until he has been killed. Or they believe he's been killed. He's been, or they believe he's been taken care of. Because he can still, like, if he knows that they're trying 
to do something. He can be like, okay, I actually have to be serious versus when I know they're waiting, it's not like a, it's not immediate emergency. I need to go, go, go. Right. So the thing about Kang, yep. this is not in any way a reflection of the actor. Yeah. The actor is an incredible, incredible actor. Oh, the actor did a great job, him. for sure. There's no debate. Not only in Kang, I've seen him popping up in other stuff, and I'm getting excited for that stuff because of his abilities as Kang. Oh, he like, did very well. I honestly think, like, if anyone's going to complain about his performance, it's more to do with the people around him bringing it down versus well, him. So the thing about Kang is this. Kang is not Thanos. No, and he's not supposed to be. No, no, he's supposed to be Thanos. He's supposed to be that level. That's different than though. Because you're saying he's that, that level. level when I say he's not Thanos, you don't have to be intimidate. Like you don't have to be like silent in the background, all that other stuff to be at Thanos's level. You can be a Loki and be at Thanos's so, level. Here's what I'm getting at when I say this. Thanos, in game, he fought all of the Avengers. Yes. Without a single stone. Yes. Fought and Thor, he... Captain America, the Scarlet Witch, everybody without a single stone. And almost beat them all. Almost beat them all. Honestly, yeah. dumb luck that they won. One guy versus all of them. Yeah. And he now, did very well. You're about to have a a character who is going to be billions. Billions? A century, oh, there's, there's probably going to be billions. Of these variants. I really hope they're actually paying money for that CGI budget. Because, oh boy, that's going to be bad if they don't. Oh yeah, because think about it. In, a, in multiverse, the idea of a multiverse is that there's infinite possibilities. It depends on how you set it up. Because you could, there's, there's a couple ways to do it. You can do it by a cascading butterfly effect. Where, mm-hmm. okay, so when you say a simple decision, it, you, the problem is when you actually think about a cascading butterfly effect, it, it's physically impossible. Absolutely. Because, because you're arguing the idea of, well, I decided to wear my Batman shirt to record today. You're, you're thinking too broad. No, 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 no. You're thinking too broad. You're thinking way too simple. When we're saying cascading butterfly effect, I'm saying whether or not I decide to move my finger, which I'm holding up right now, from a couple inches away from the mic to right next to my mic, too far away from my mic. Am I saying, how do I inflect a single word? How do I put in like all these different things? Every single person, every single event. Like When I say event, you have to understand, there are things that go on at the Fenta... Uh, what is it? So it's femtosecond scale. That is one fifteenth of a second. So like when you twinkle. say a millisecond, that's a thousandth of a second. When you say a microsecond, that is a millionth 
of a second. On the atomic level, things occurred in what's called a femtosecond. So you're telling me there are an infinite number of possibilities based on an infinite number of events for one thing. Because I'm about to blow your eye right now, okay? When you talk about infinity, is infinity equal to infinity? No. You actually... Okay, so someone actually paid attention in school. There are infinities that are bigger and smaller than each other. Hmm. Sounds crazy. Not only that, the idea of infinity tells a parameter yes and no so in order to limitless can't there can't you can't true limitlessness is impossible not exactly it's not theory okay so in terms of the scientific world it's not like just just Take my word for it. So let me explain why different infinities can be smaller than other infinities or larger than other infinities. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what is the number of the amount of numbers between one and two? Infinity. In pure infinity. Because because moles have no end. Yes. So there is what's called Planck's constant which is the smallest meaningful measurement in terms of what we're able to meaningfully use. I think it's like one minus 31st or something like that. One to It's like one to the negative 30. It's a really, really small number. It's a really small number. Planck's constant is, if I'm remembering this correctly, it's the smallest meaningful measurement we can collect that you can actually measure something against. But you can go on from infinity past that. So in math, there were these things called whole numbers, rational numbers, irrational numbers. So you take whole numbers, imaginary numbers, which actually are really useful. Because imaginary numbers don't have to be real to actually work right. They just have to fix the problem. They have to be usable. Because the thing about imaginary numbers is it allows you to make things into a circle because mm-hmm. they repeat on a cyclic cycle. Because you go 90 That's degrees, right. it's one, 180 is another, 270, 360, and it goes back and back and back and back and back. Well, that just gives right. you a spiral going up or any direction which way you want. Yep. That's where my circular logic really starts to shine. Well, I mean, you have to do something with that round head of yours. You know it. So what I'm getting at here is when you say there's an infinite number of possibilities, first off, you don't even know what that means. Because you are literally saying the difference between, I say the word infinity or infinity or infinity, infinity. That is a choice. That is multiple choices in one sentence because I could say it as infinity, infinity. Did you hear the difference? You probably didn't. But there was a choice there. Or the fact yeah. that I took time to think about the choice or didn't think about the choice. The fact that I move, I put a pen in one hand versus the other. Or I went, took one step here, one step there. Like, you don't understand. You think it's only meaningful choices. That's not how this works. Marvel has already answered this. Well, you know what I'm saying, right? I'm just making the point. Like, that, that is complete Marvel's horse already, hockey. 
a parameter on how many infinities there are. Well, how many different so possible they, universes there can be. So the what they what they've decided to do okay. is they are isolating multiverses on nexus points. Okay, so we're going that route. Okay, so we're going Steins Gate. Got it. Yes, we're going Steins Gate. You where... have no idea what that is. <laughs> Actually, I do. Actually, you know what Steins Gate is? Oh, park the floor. Park it here. How do you know about I Steins I know about quantum physics. What? About quantum physics? Steins Gate is an anime. Oh, no, no. There's also a theory. I don't know about so Steins Gate. So here's the funny thing: I don't know a thing about quantum physics when it comes to Steins Gate. From the anime, are you sure? Oh, I mean, hell, string theory gets its name from a string. Yeah, but that was also Einstein, who was definitely dead before any anime was ever released. Maybe the anime got it from him. No, it didn't. So Steins Gate is all about this idea of deviating. From a uh, getting so much in deviation or getting so much back to a point where it's similar enough in the timelines. Because mm. there can be minor changing. The main character is the only person who actively recognizes the changes. Right. And so he, the whole point of the entire first season and even second season is getting to where you're at a 1% deviation. So that's what ScienceGate is. It's more about the deviation points. Whereas what Marvel's going to do is Marvel is saying that all of these multiverses colliding uh-huh. are a result of these Kangs guiding timelines together. Yes. And things like Spider-Man No Way Home. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. The the way that they did that is the way that these Kangs have been doing it. So when we when we saw uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, we saw that one incursion point was the Avengers meeting Thanos. Yes. So in one timeline, Doctor Strange, that bolt. Fantastic, SRX, Iron Man mm-hmm. on Titan. They're the not going to use this about Rombo Damage Jr., are they? No. That would Should, be but they won't. great. And also, Robert Downey Jr. would want way too much money. Believe it or not, I don't think he will. Really? Yeah. Huh. Only because... Robert Downey Jr. has become so detached from the character. Uh huh. He is doing whatever he can to give other people a chance to portray the character. Really? Yeah. So, we're talking about my littles. There's a show called Spider Man and His Amazing Friends. Okay. And it's got Ghost Spider. Well, oh, wait, wait. If we're talking TV show, people do that all the time. Hold on. Disney came to RDJ and mm-hmm. asked him if he wanted to voice Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Robert Downey Jr. says no. 
I, my time as Iron Man is over. So they got John Stamos. I don't know who that is. Called Jesse from Full House. Whoosh over my head. Moving on. What? I'm not a I'm not an older millennial dude. I'm a geriatric oh, wow. zoomer. Or I am a end of the millennials. Gotcha. But anyway, so what the, what Marvel's doing is they're going to take these major events and use those as incursion points to bring multiverses together. Uh-huh. Oh, I completely agree. So, so that's kind of what they talked about at the in the post-credit scene with Kang's variants yep. where they said these people are playing with the multiverse and it's getting out of hand. They're oh, going to undo much. everything. Yeah, and then there was also like the oh, you're saying multiverse of madness where they were talking about like, hey, you guys need to stop this. Yeah. There's consequences to what they're doing. Absolutely. I mean, oh, Spider-Man paid the ultimate consequence. Oh yeah. He lost his aunt. Hey, you didn't say spoilers at all for that movie. Almost three years old. Which one are we talking about? way home you're right it is it's it's almost no it's not almost it's two two years old yeah it's december 17th 2021 okay so almost two years old it's probably the most watched movie of marvels in the last two years post endgame which is really funny because it's also far from home was also the, the next one yeah. Which Far From Home was not bad. Far From Home was where we first got introduced to the idea of the multiverse. Yeah. My that boss was quitting. My boss that was very much did not like uh No Way Home because he's like, these are just kids complaining about not going to college. I'm not kidding. I was like, what? And then I was like, wait, this is a 50-year-old man. I can understand why he's complaining about this. I will say my favorite part was Doctor Strange. After he agrees to help Peter. Uh-huh. He goes, oh, Barty, you already appealed. And they said no, right? Peter goes, you can appeal the decision? He goes, what? <laughs> haven't done that yet? <laughs> Straight to time warping? Instead of going through the proper channels, like wait, you you don't know you could do this, kid. Like you're you're smart enough to be the next Iron Man, like in terms of like skill, like next Tony Stark. You're the successor to Tony Stark, regardless if you if you're the one who wears the suit. Because let's be honest, Pepper wearing the suit is not the same. Gwyneth Paltrow putting on the suit, she's no, she's not Tony Stark. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying she's bad. You've not seen Wakanda forever yet. Well, obviously. Um, Because the new Iron Man is here. Again, you never gave me your Disney Plus. So. Let me know. Yeah, I know. I I plan. Here's the thing. I've been watching my animes, all right? I've been trying to catch up on my animes at the moment. I'll get to this. I liked Wakanda forever. I thought it was a great movie. You're not going to say another word because I need to watch it still. Um, I was just going to say, I did not like Namor. 
I don't know who that is. We're not going to bring it up. Okay, moving on. So, how are you feeling about the Marvels? I'm not looking forward to it. So, why not? So, for multiple reasons. Number one, Captain Marvel. Not like Captain Marvel. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons besides Brie Larson just not being like the actress. I don't like the character. I want the character Captain Marvel. Because she pushed so hard in the comics. Oh, here's what I mean. In the comics, we had Marvel Civil War. Yes. Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Spoilers for a 20-year-old comic. The, the fight ends, the war ends, with Cap and Iron Man on the foot the footsteps of the Capitol building of mm-hmm. of like the White House. And Cap is about is dropping the shield. Iron Man's blocking it. Like people and pedestrians standing all around. Iron Man looks at him and he says, Cap, why are you fighting? People you want to protect are the ones who are crying in fear of you right now. Cap looks around and he realizes that this war has caused more damage than would have been if he had just gone along. For sure. He drops his shield, he takes his mask off, and reveals who he is. The comics, it was not common knowledge who Captain America was. Really? Really. Interesting. So he takes off his mask and he says, my name is Captain America, but my real name is Steve Rogers. Yep. Police come, they handcuff him. They are walking him into the Capitol building to try him before Congress when he gets shot by a sniper. Really? Dies. That is how the Civil War ended. That would have been very controversial. Wait, how does he... He doesn't end in Civil War. Is that a multiverse thing? Oh, no, no. That's how the comic ended. Okay. Now, how did did Captain America come back? Yes. Oh, because Iron Man felt bad. So he went back in time with a time machine. He took Captain America from the 1940s and brought him to modern day. Because let's be honest here, Tony Stark 100% could build a time machine anytime he wanted to. Absolutely. Like, he's literally, all these other people were sitting there like, we have no idea how to do this. And Tony Stark's like, I could do this. He literally did it in like no mm-hmm. time flat. Well, so that's how the first Civil War ended. Yeah. So 10 years later, Marvel goes, hey, that was a really successful comic. Let's do it again. Okay. In a second civil war, which oh, no. honestly, the the first one was about the registration act. Should superheroes have to register with the government, name their secret identity, you know their powers, their weakness, all that? Mm. Should they have to do it? That was that was a very valuable question. That's a very a lot of very revealing information. Let's be honest. Second civil war was even more divisive. Mm-hmm. Ready? 
our government created a machine Uh-oh. that can scan a person and determine what crimes they will commit in their life. They then would then persecute and find that person guilty of that crime and sentence them at that moment. That is Garbo. So, actual Garbo. The teams were divided. On one end, you had Captain America. Yeah. Which was not Steve Rogers. Okay. It was Sam. Uh, Okay. Versus Captain Marvel. Got it. Why Captain Marvel? Because she was banging the dude who was the linchpin to this whole thing. Convenient. What happened was a mutant who had the ability to ex- to self-destruct and explode. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went dark mission. Yeah. Made a decision, was backed into a corner by his fellow heroes. He detonated himself, killing civilians, heroes, everything. So kind of similar to what caused the whole thing with the Sarkovia Accords. But then what happened was Captain America said, hey, I didn't, we know he had the capability to blow himself up. Yep. They were like, well, it's the idea of punishing you before you commit the crime. We knew he was going to blow himself up. Profile. Never profile. Profile. Sorry. Continue. It's called profiling, sir. It's called profiling. No, I know. I once again, I, I am definitely anti that. Yeah, what we're talking about is like we're anti, you know, building a robot that's gonna literally be able to determine your fate before it's ever happened. Yeah, because here's the deal: we all make decisions. Yeah, we we can't judge someone for a decision they haven't even made yet. Well, it's also like it's who's gonna say they're gonna do it. So the thing about the machine was, it didn't have foreknowledge. Yeah. Then it didn't go at 25, you're going to do this. Oh, it just read Scandio and said, he has the capability of one day robbing a bank. Potentially. Oh, yeah, it was all potential. Just could you imagine if a machine did that with you when you were 15? Absolutely. I would would still be in jail. You wouldn't even be here. They probably would have hawked you off already. Right. Right. Let's be honest. But... But the but what happened was, it wound up with a civil war. Yep. And Captain America or Captain uh, Captain Marvel's team was so so outmatched. Besides the fact that it's Captain Marvel. And the comics that don't mean nothing. Because Captain Marvel in the TVs in the movies is just busted. Yeah, they had to. They had to make her busted. Why? Because they had to make well, because they had to make her stronger than the Avengers that had already been beaten. Because she had to be strong enough to go toe to toe with Thanos. Yeah. 
that's the problem. The the problem was Captain Marvel in the comics because Captain Marvel in the movie is an amalgamation of three different characters. Okay. So if you took the comic books, all three of those characters, put it in the same body, yeah, that would be overpowered. Because mm-hmm. the movie Captain Marvel is Miss Marvel, Marvel, Captain Marvel. Oh no! Right. That that's just that's just confusing. I'm not just, I'm not mad they made them all into one character. They just took all the positives. They just took all the positives from each one of those characters and put them into one. No wonder she's a Mary Sue. Dear Lord. Why? Like, come on. That's just Mary suing it up here. So, like, her ability to fly? Miss Marvel. Yep. Her ability to shoot the lasers out of her hands? It's Marvel. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's, that's just, why she's a Mary Sue. That's stupid. That's just stupid. Hmm. Why? I don't know. So, that's that's my thought on Captain Marvel. She's just... They made her out to be such a Mary Sue and didn't need to. Could have just given her the right trials bring her to the point where she got so, to. So this is balancing effect because the the issue with the trilogy in Star Wars and specifically the first movie of the sequel trilogy, okay, Force Awakens, they make Rey able to do everything because beyond that force awakens good movie until you get to the 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 scene with kylo fighting Mm -hmm. ray Mm -hmm. and john boyega's character and they both know how to one will the lightsaber in general which no no two beat a guy who literally trained under luke skywalker right was it a cool scene? Yes. Did it make sense so, at all based on lore? No. The crazy thing is this. You go back and you watch the original trilogy. Lucas didn't do that. Even with his main character. Yeah. Luke Skywalker fought Darth Vader. Vader was toying with them the whole time. He was clearly outmatched by oh, Darth yeah. Vader. Luke was not able to beat. Like Luke got his bum kicked all the I, time. Here's the deal. That Luke from that trilogy went on in Legends to become the greatest Jedi of all time. Yes, but he wasn't the greatest Jedi in the trilogy. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm not upset that Captain Marvel could do all this. Yes. She, you had to show me that she earned it, that it, that it didn't just happen. Or I wanted to see her even then like you can be all powerful but you still have flaws like thanos had flaws yeah thanos biggest flaw was that he he loved gamora as much as he loved gamora he was an idealist so loved I, the idea more than anything else i would say his biggest flaw is the fact that he was trying to do things that required him to not have feelings and he still had feelings. Yeah, but 
his idea, the ideals he held to were flawed. Beyond that, let's not get into that. Let's get into like, because you could argue like what makes an idea flawed. If you want to get philosophical, we could really. Here's what I mean. Here's what I mean. What was his idea? His uh, no, no, no. People have debated this to death. That's not what I'm saying. His flaws beyond that. That that's low hanging fruit. I don't want to pick low hanging fruit there. His no, say, flaws as a character. Instead of killing half the universe, why didn't he just wish for more resources? It's not that simple. Because the problem is there's a conservation of energy. Renewable the stones resources. cannot break the fundamental laws of the universe, even though they appear to do. They don't. You cannot make new matter. Matter has to come from somewhere. Hey, thermodynamics. Well, matter, yeah, it's it's fundamental. Matter First cannot be created or destroyed. Thermodynamics. It's only converted from one form to another. The second which law is, is it going for a more useful form to a less useful form, which is what's called entropy. But that's why in the snap, we see them dust. Yes. That's what they become. Yes, they're becoming dust because they're becoming the raw materials that they were made out of, although not as nearly as much because then there'd just be pounds of dust everywhere. So. If there were, could you imagine that? Like a month after the, the, the blip, just mounds of dust everywhere no. and somebody had to come through and clean it all up. Could you? We'd have another dust bowl. Crazy. Mm hmm. Where would it all go? Would they just dump it back in the desert? Um. Well, it would become topsoil. So it would Jeez. just be like because think about um. So what happens? Okay, here's something very interesting. So one of the reasons why the Amazon rainforest is as big as it is, is because mm -hmm. of the Sahara Desert and hurricanes. So South America Sorry. does not get hurricanes. Because the trade winds push it up in the Gulf Stream towards us. However, mm -hmm. those winds still go to South America, if I'm remembering correctly. And they go and they actually fertilize the Amazon rainforest. Be cool. So there's, because there's a theory, there's a lot of evidence to suggest that the Sahara Desert used to be what the amazon rainforest was before it got heavily forested um the okay. amazon rainforest used to be full of population at least in some people debate this so there's a potential that the amazon rainforest around pre-columbus times was much smaller because people actually lived there and there was massive cities and there are structures mm -hmm. deep within the jungle that that is for sure we can find the structure and clearly someone didn't just put it there. Like someone built it because it's in some of the hardest terrain to actually build stuff in, which is a jungle. So it's not a hoax, but exactly what we don't have enough. Like archaeologists haven't figured out yet. Because the people who mainly talk about it, um, not the greatest reputation in their fields, but that doesn't that doesn't mean they're wrong. I just don't know enough about the, the, the sources to be able to accurately say one way or the other. 
Either way, um, what we're seeing here with Marvel is I feel like they just got too many hands. Like they, they've got, they're trying to spread out way too much. I remember a business, like I worked for somebody when I was in high school. The guy expanded way too quickly and it overextended him by far. He went from three stores to six stores. And one of the stores he should have never opened. And it's debatable he should have opened the second one either. But one was clearly not making money. It was not making money. It was going to not make money. Just where it was. There was no reason to open a store in that city. The other store did okay, but not nearly as well as it should have. So it was probably breaking even. And then the other one did okay. So the issue I think Marvel has is they're like trying to do too much if you want to keep a quality. Like, if you want to keep up quality, you have to consider all the different parameters of like, okay, well, you have CGI people. Well, you, if you want to pay for good CGI, that's very expensive. Like, good CGI. Like, the reason why you see really crappy CGI in a lot of, like, high production stuff is because it costs a lot of money to get good-looking CGI. Okay, I'm just saying, like, it, it costs a lot of money. Sounds. I agree. Um, <clears throat> so, now that we have laid the groundwork of what the past of Marvel has been like, let's kind of take a moment to talk about the future of Marvel and where we think Marvel's headed. Okay, so... so... It has been announced that Kang is going to be the next big bag, bad of this next series of phases. So you're saying for Avengers? Or are you saying for the entire phase six? For the Avengers. Okay. It has already been confirmed that before we will see Kang Dynasty, mm-hmm. Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool 3. Wolverine. And the Fantastic Four will be in universe. Well, we'll get before a we Fantastic Four movie before we before we get Kang Dynasty, and so who who do you foresee being the Avengers lineup going against Kang in these variants? Deadpool, assuming he lives, be awesome. Um, well, if you're gonna bring in the Fantastic Four, it's clear the Fantastic Four will be in there. Obviously, Ant Man and the Wasp. Although you have your own theory about what's going to happen to Ant Man. Uh, let's see. None of the Guardians, except for maybe Nebula. Okay. Doctor Strange should be there. Okay. Let's see. Uh, I think Wong, but Wong might get offed in that movie as well. Because somehow okay. Doctor Strange still has to become Sorcerer Supreme. We have Spider Man. Should be there. I imagine he should be there. Just, just talking mm-hmm. out loud. Whoever the new cap is, if Falcon took over, I don't know. Bucky, Bucky's probably still there because he's under contract for a while. Bucky, Bucky is still there because he and he and Sam have become buddies. Is is T'Challa's sister named Cherry? What was her name? Sherry. 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 So Sherry will definitely be there because Sherry Sherry's just a great character. I I, I really like yeah. her character. 
I think there's a good lineup there. I mean, it's just like who's left. Mm-hmm. So I foresee it being the inaugural run of the Young Avengers. What are the Young so Avengers? Basically, it's going to be your initial six Avengers from the first movie, but in different variations. So you will have Sam, you mean the Captain America. It's going to be the same six heroes. Just Sam six? Is your Captain They're not taking Iron on Heart. all of Kang and just six of them, dude. There's no way. I'm sorry. There's no way. How about your core six first? You're still going to have veterans. Fine, fine, fine. fine. Your core six. And have Sam as the Captain America. Aaron Hart is your Iron Man. Okay. Thor's daughter as your Thor. She-Hulk as your Hulk. Wait, wait, wait. His daughter, not Jane? Jane. Jane's dead. Uh, I didn't know. I I didn't watch the end of Love and Thunder, nor do I care to go back to it. Continue. Um, And then if you watch the Hawkeye series, Jeremy Renner has already passed the the bow off. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have Casey Cassie Lang as new Ant Man. Wait, is this mostly women? All right, that that's. I'm not saying it's, it's uh, not doable, no, but no, not good. it it I would like to see because my issue with these kind of characters is they just like to make non-strong women they just like to make a when you say it's a strong female role they basically say no flaws she's perfect which is just sad because it's lazy story writing interest me is this it seems like a strong female character just a male written character that they made female yes and even then they take out all the flaws because there's like Robert Downey Jr. has a lot of flaws. He's dealing with addiction. Yeah. He almost dies at the very beginning of the movie. You just like so for example, just using Ant Man and the Wasp. Assie what's her big flaw? The daughter, right? What? She's young and impulsive. Not really. Every twenty-year-old, every twenty-year-old, has no distinct character flaw. I also don't think she was really given enough screen time, personally. So the problem is, if that's her introductory movie, they did a terrible job at introducing her. In all three movies. No, 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 no. As a proper superhero character. Oh. That was her first time in suits. Like I'm saying, if that's her, if that's her movie, they did a terrible job of that. Let's be clear, because it doesn't showcase her as a character other than she's just kind of there, and she's more relevant than in the previous movies. Right. My issue when it comes to storytelling, and the, you know, talking about the book that I'm talking about 
actually writing up. You and I go back and forth on this a lot. It's like, okay, what's the importance of this scene? Well, how do you display this character? Like, da, da, da. And we've had hour-long conversations on one scene. Like one scene. And and I go and we go back and forth on like the minutia of it. Because at the end of the day, you're you're wanting to portray the human spirit and the human condition. Right. And I'm sorry. But unless your character is Jesus, the character's flawed. So we 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 were talking about Mary Sue's. Yes. Used Ray as yes. the, as an example of She's a Mary. She's the quintessential. Sue. Right. Yet in that same time, in that same series, the Princess Leia, who I think was probably one of the best written female characters all of cinema i would argue lisa vito was probably you know who my goat is it's it's lisa vito let's be clear from my cousin Vinny, when she gets up on the stand okay but here's the deal but she was that person the entire movie yes she was princess leia evolved over those movies that's also the difference between how that that character is like Leia grew from being this brat. Well, Le- Leia Leia became who she had to be. Yeah, I mean that's the role of being a leader. There's a series. Go ahead. And a leader before and what? So with with the female thing, Leia could shoot blaster just fine. It could fly, just plane. Fine. But it was never important to the plot that she did. Well, it's it's like the problem I have is the you're just flat out comparing. Sorry? I'm getting at is the movie never hinged on her ability to do it. Well, she was that wasn't her designated role though. Like, if she was the designated pilot, then her flying ability would matter. But then I also, we also wouldn't have to shoehorn in that she had the ability to fly. Well, yeah, because you look at Le- uh, Ray, she fixes everything. She's the one that she, I can understand she has a lot of knowledge being a scrapper. She knows a lot of stuff. Not debating that. But at the same time, she quite literally. Knows everything. Is good at everything. Using the Force Awakens. Yeah. Ray knew how to fix the ship. Uh-huh. Fly the ship. Yep. I wish she's still there. Yeah. Why was she on this random ass... Why was she on this backwards planet? If she could do all of this, why was she there? There's no she reason couldn't to before. stay. Gave it to her as they needed. Yeah, and they were literally stiffing her on on what she was getting paid. It's like pay. It's like playing Dungeons and Dragons with somebody. Uh huh. They have a loaded dice. Yeah. Oh, okay. I need to roll a six for security check. Six. All right. I need. I'm gonna attack in the dungeon. I need a six to kill the beast. Oh, six. You need to hit certain numbers, and they hit the numbers every time. 
So either she's one of the most lucky people ever. Or she stacked the deck. Exactly. Once again, don't I didn't hate Ray. To be oh, clear, sure. I did not hate Ray. I hated some of the decisions done with her. Because when you make a Mary Sue, you take away one of the most essential parts of character writing. That's character building. If you don't have a flawed character, they're not human anymore. If you don't have a gap in knowledge, there's no growth. You can't learn anything. There's no growing. Well, that you can have a character that doesn't learn anything. There's plenty of examples of that, and that's perfectly fine. It's more of a matter of how does this person actually relate to real life is what I'm getting at. Because when you take apart a story, what are you trying to tell? What, why, what's the purpose of writing the story? Sometimes it's get to laugh. Sometimes it's portray a message across. Sometimes it's just you, you want to really mess people's heads up. Joker's a great example of that. You you like want to really get in there and be like, "Hey, this is some real stuff." And you 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 have to sit there and think and process what happened and then do self-reflection. With stuff that's general just entertainment, it's the gravity isn't as big of a deal, but there's a like I, I know I keep we keep saying no DC here, but there's references to historical events in Justice right. League, the animated series. One of the first mm-hmm. things is when um spoilers for a show that came out in 2005. Humanite, that uh like monkey like thing that wasn't Grodd, like betrayed Luthor. And he goes, You too, Brute. E2 Brute, which is a quote from Caesar, not from actual Julius Caesar, but from the play of right. which Shakespeare. of Shakespearean play where Julius Caesar gets betrayed by uh, Brutus. It was supposed to be his best friend. It was supposed to be the Brute. not best friend, not best friend, the his godson. I thought they were supposed to be best no, friends. No, no, because uh, Caesar's much higher up. Brutus is his essential. He's like his uncle and kind of his godson. Like Brutus, Marcus Brutus is, is Caesar's godson. Be Not buds best with somebody. You can still be buds with somebody and be above him. Power dynamics different. It's it's different power dynamic here. Just trust me on that. Okay. But anyway, you two Brute is Latin for even you Brutus. Even you two Brutus. Which Caesar never said because he got stabbed. Yeah, you get stabbed a hundred times. You're not saying anything. Well, let's be clear here. Most of those people, first off, there were seven stabs that actually mattered because everyone after was when he was already dead. It was just people going in and basically signing their names saying, I was a part of this. I agreed to this. So there was only like three that were actually any... If if I remember correctly it's been forever since i've looked into this but there was a fatal one and then there was like two or three other ones that actually mattered in terms of they would have left significant damage or any major damage some of them just did just got his cloth yeah 
They were terrible. But like Caesar, this is a fifty-year-old man fighting off people who are like twenty, thirty years younger than him. It's pretty cool. I, I still think the coolest moment in that entire play was Mark Antony going to the funeral and Roman countrymen, send me your ears. I come not to praise Caesar, but to bury him. Yeah, we um. That was. Like- there's so much to talk about with that, but we're getting off track here. So when it comes to writing a good story, you don't have to be special. You don't have to add be English teacher and be like, okay, the color of this door was red. What does that represent philosophically? Blah blah. No, you need to establish no. characters that are likable. For one reason or another. You can make a flawless character that people like. But it has to be done well. And it has to be done sparingly. You cannot make a character that is flawless and is the main character. So the... And I'm breaking my own rule here when when I'm bringing it in. But DC. DC tried that initially with Superman. Yes. They tried making Superman better than all of us. It was the ultimate Boy Scout, as the comics would call him. It wasn't until they made him more human, relatable, that people actually his cared. that his comics started to make diff- make a difference in people's lives. Well, also sell better too. <laughs> oh, yeah, that that's usually an, a good indicator uh, that you're making a, a change. Oh, for sure. In people's lives, it's when people will begin to develop their whole, begin to develop their whole personality, their whole who they are around that character. Absolutely. Like at the end of the day, if you want good writing, you can't be lazy. Like I have no problem with many things that people decry about, but you have to do it correctly. You just, the way you introduce things, it needs to be well written. People, like, you, mm-hmm. you talk about this with the DC episode. I don't know if we said this off air, on air. There's stuff in DC, like, that they put out Harley Quinn series, where some people be like, oh, how dare you put that in this series, da da da. But it was well written, and so almost no one cared. Because. Oh, yeah, I think, I think my favorite joke from that entire Harley Quinn series was an episode where Batman was trying to stop the Joker uh-huh. doing this dastardly plot, and he gets captured. Oh, I know and where you go. The, the scarecrow walks over and rips his mask off. Yep. He sees it as Bruce Wayne. And Joker goes, well, that kind of ruined it for me. Wait what a minute. What are you doing? That's half the fun. Wait a minute. I invested all this money in your electric No, 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 no. Let me do it. He goes... Wayne Tech promised an electric car by this year. I put a da- a posit down. Where's my blanket card, Bruce? Yeah, I can't say the full quote. Funny. It's a good that's quote. Great quote. It's it's on par for the show. Like here's the thing. I have no problem. Like people say, don't bring politics into stuff. You can bring politics in if you do it right. Like hey, if you, you write it well. Yeah. You can do it right. Like, here's the thing. No one cares as long as it's well-written. The problem I have is most stuff just isn't well-written. At all. 
Like if you write it well, people, okay. If you write it well, people are going to look and you go, okay, maybe you have a point. I may not agree with you, but maybe you got some, there's something here. There's not nothing. Absolutely. It also didn't hurt that, uh, that Lee Coco is the voice of Harley Quinn. That was very good. Very good. Okay. We we're getting off. So what we've established here today, folks, is the fact that the future of Marvel is very much up in the air. It could either be, it could save itself to go to the past. It could mm-hmm. crash and burn like how DC has done. Or maybe it just finds a happy medium and they just make almost a billion dollars on every movie and they don't care. Which is honestly where I think it's going to end up. Yeah. So, as we get ready to transition out of Marvel, I do have one last thing I want to talk about. It's going to take a couple seconds has been leaked online at Disney, who is the parent company of Marvel, mm-hmm. has decided to get into the video game industry. They've been in the video a, game industry? Okay. Well, no, no. And a game stills have leaked online of Disney creating a Super Smash Brothers game of all of their properties. They've already done that with the Avengers. That's not that big of a deal. No. So you were gonna, you may wind up getting Stitch versus Luke Skywalker versus Iron Man. So what you're telling me is whenever that game comes out, you are literally not going to talk to me for a month. Probably, because I'm going to have to unlock all those characters. <sighs> this is going to be Breath of Wild 2 for me. Dang. Got it. All oh, right. Yeah. Why do you do this to me? All right, we are out of time. This has been the Unapologetic Media Podcast. You can find us on YouTube, Spotify, and all other podcast platforms. Thank you so much for watching, and have a great day.